Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Kelly Sexton is a local poet, publisher, and editor. Kelly fills us in on the newly formed Quail Press and her role as the editor-in-chief for a narco-welfare press out of Madison, Wisconsin. Kelly has also published a number of books of poetry and even shares a poem with us today. I'm Amy, and he's Brent, and this is Lacrosse Local. My name is Kelly Sexton. I was born in Wiesbaden, Germany. Um, I initially got into poetry as a coping mechanism for heartbreak in high school, and I would just journal and write stuff down, and then later transform them into poems. I guess late high school, early undergrad, I started getting into the beat poets, Bukowski and things like that. I realized that poetry could actually be more artistic because it wasn't really necessarily based on just form and rhyme and things like that. It wasn't as mathematical as I thought. So you recently started, in some capacity, Quail Press. What is the purpose of that? I started it because I wanted to provide a voice for our community. And not just our community, meaning the lacrosse community, but meaning the global community. Um, I felt like we needed to give voice to specific types of poetry that weren't being recognized by other presses and I wanted to give people the option in Wisconsin to go outside of like Milwaukee or Madison or whatever like so they could publish their works elsewhere. So I mean have you found a lot of people submitting work for that? Yeah our next book that's coming out is Tom Montad. So you're also the editor-in-chief for the Anarcho Welfare Press out of Madison. It has a unique angle of promoting new beat poets, but also uses the copy left practice. So what does that mean? What is that? Copy left is a divergence from copyright in that it's kind of like the creative commons where things are shared. It originated in software, sort of like open source material, things like that. What it really has to do with is redistribution. We allow people to redistribute the works by any of our authors as they see fit and to change things as well. You have published a number of books of poetry and you have them available at uh, Vegetarian Alcoholic Press. Which one of those books are you most proud of or which one of the works that you're involved in are you particularly keen on? I think Vodka Mountain was the first book that Vegetarian Alcoholic published for me. And I'm really attached to that one. Um, It's about writings from when I lived in Boulder, Colorado, and was going to Naropa out there. 
recently before the the zombie apocalypse of covid i had the opportunity to watch you read along with some other poets from the lacrosse area what's your process when preparing for a reading like that do you enjoy reading in front of crowds I've never really enjoyed reading in front of crowds, but I think it's kind of necessary in order to share your work. You have to present it in some way. The goal of my work being to identify with other people that sort of subjectively understand what's going on can feel less alone by hearing me say the same things. What I found, you know, that night, which was also kind of surprising, but it also just felt, it seemed just very familiar and necessary, is there was a lot of humor involved between, you know, the work that you were reading. Also, uh, Bill Staub also read that night as well. There seems to be humor sort of always intertwined with poetry. Is that intentional? Where does that come from? With my personality and just the way I've grown up, there's always humor intertwined with things that are horrific. It's a coping mechanism or something. I don't know, culturally constructed or not. I really just rely on it to get through things. And I think a lot of people do. So with a bunch of sadness, usually comes a bunch of humor. (laughs) And when you're working on these pieces, what's your process? I mean, is it something that just naturally comes to you or do you have to hammer away at it on a daily basis? I go through several drafts and I didn't believe in editing when I was in early undergrad, I thought it was kind of a lie and it wasn't true to time. As I've gotten older, I've decided to take original works and process them or transform them into poetry by adding space so that the poems can be seen more clearly. So are you taking any original work that you've done or others that have done and kind of uh, reworking them? It's usually original work. I have one poem in Vodka Mountain that's a response to one of Ken McCullough's works. But other than that, I try to steer away from relying on response poems. Do you mind sharing a poem right now with us? No, not at all. This one's called Gorgeous on Death. When a child asks me why do lightning bugs glow, I say they're magic because I don't know either. An adult is a child that knows it's a child. The bug hit my windshield, broke apart. His light separated from the dark body, stayed glowing. Death gave light, glowed long after, made hostages of my eyes. Separate my glowing stomach from the dark portions, stay lit, even after flesh has been abandoned, after light leaves gray eyes. Nice. What's next for you? The Quail Press is coming out with Tom Montag's new book, and Anarcho Welfare is coming out with Ryan Mullen's new book. As far as I'm concerned, I guess I just need to get used to doing poetry readings on Zoom (laughs) because (laughs) this COVID thing is surely not over. Um, But yeah, it's just been kind of adapting to the situation of, you know, instead of going to poetry readings IRL, (laughs) like I have to actually do them online, which is kind of strange. I've talked to a lot of musicians around the area and they found it, you know, at first not enjoying it, but then they realized that there is, it kind of uh, shed away, you know, some of the things that you normally find in performance venues like bars, like people are actually sitting there and listening to you versus not paying attention. 
anything that you've learned from COVID that's actually been a plus about it? It really hasn't affected things like as far as hasn't been too negative of an impact, I guess, because a lot of the work that I do is just editing poetry and, you know, from home anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. One good thing that's come from COVID, I found this Netflix special and it's called Midnight Gospel with Duncan Trussell. I've just been following Duncan Trussell like a fangirl online and just going down rabbit holes of ridiculousness for fun, which has been kind of like a nice online playtime, you know? So where can people find out more about you? Mousepoems.com. And then to find out about the Quail Press, you can go to thequailpress.com. Uh, or Anarcho Welfare, you can go to anarchowelfare.com. Lacrosse Local Podcast is a production of River Travel Media. Do you have an interview idea you would like to share with us? Message us on Facebook at Lacrosse Locals. Subscribe to the Lacrosse Local Podcast on your favorite podcast app. If you like us, rate us five stars. We thank you for it.